Among the popular stops along the Potomac was Tolson's Pier at Piney Point. The landing boasted a fine pier and comfortable hotel. A swimming beach in front of the hotel and the nearby lighthouse and keeper's house that had often been a summer retreat for presidents prior to the Civil War. One fine July day before the turn of the century, a family arrived on the George Washington for a month-long stay at Tolson's Hotel. The family had been traveling to Piney Point for several years along with a grandmother and a dog. With two boys and a daughter, this summer resort was something the family looked forward to the entire school year. The youngest boy was a lad named Charlie, all of ten years old and already an expert at snagging plump soft-shell crabs. Charlie netted the soft-shell crabs from the grasses along the edges of the creeks back along the coves leading inland from the river. Using a skiff and a crab net, the now-experienced crab-catcher Charlie was able to provide his family with the great-tasting soft crabs for dinner, but picked up some pocket change by selling several dozen soft crabs each to the Tolsons and the nearby Swan Pier. Charlie had been up at dawn that day and walked down the lane the nearby creek on the far side of the field behind the hotel where he untied the skiff his father had rented for him for a month. With his crab net already in the 15-foot wooden skiff built from white pine, Charlie was off for another great adventure. His older brother Brooks had been his crabbing companion in previous summers, but this year had picked up a job as a mate on a charter fishing boat, making the unheard of sum of one dollar each day. Since the vacationers were drinking a bit while fishing, at times he was given tips as well as his pay from the boat captain. Charlie rounded the mouth of the inlet and ducked into another small creek with a narrow mouth. On the shore of the creek were two colored boys who were netting crabs as they were pulled into the creek with the current. Charlie paddled up to the shore in his skiff and beached it so he could watch this great way to catch crabs. In less than a half hour, the two boys, both about the same age as Charlie, had caught a full bushel of crabs and loaded it into a nearby wagon. They got another bushel basket out of their wagon and began to fill it as well. When one particularly jumbo crab swam by, the shorter boy reached out to snag it and lost his footing, quickly sinking into the water over his head. He bobbed up and gasped for air and screamed as his brother stood on the shore and wailed for help, screaming towards Charlie that neither he nor his brother could swim. Charlie had learned to swim at the age of four and quickly jumped into the creek and swam over to the last spot he had seen the boy go under the surface. He dove down, grabbed him by the shirt, and dragged him to shore, where he pushed on his back and raised his arms as he had been shown to assist a drowned person. The young boy coughed and sputtered. Soon he was breathing fine, and his brother stopped crying. "'You saved my brother's life,' said Moses. "'We owe you. What is your name?' "'Charlie. Glad to help you, but how come you guys can't swim?' said Charlie. We in the country don't bother with learning how to swim if we just take care not to go in over our heads. But my brother Abraham got a little greedy going after that big one, answered Moses. Well, if you can teach me how to catch crabs by the bushel, I'll teach you both how to swim, said Charlie. What will we do with so many crabs, asked Moses. Heck, I've been selling my soft crabs to the cooks at the hotels, but since last week, I've also been selling to the cooks on the steamboats that stop here every day. Aren't you doing the same thing? 
No, we take them to the hotels, one here on Piney Point, and then we cross the channel to St. George Island, sell them to that hotel too. But if we can sell them to the steamboats, I'll bet we could catch plenty more crabs, answered Moses, calculating in his mind and counting on his fingers on what he hoped they might make. Within a week, both Moses and his nearly drowned brother Abraham had learned to swim, and the new team of crab catchers had begun to sell crabs by the bushel to each steamboat that stopped every day, at least twice a day. Word of Charlie saving the life of Abraham got back to the hotel. The owner refunded the cost of the boat rental to his dad in appreciation of his heroism. Abraham's grandfather, Nat Bisco, appeared at the hotel and brought a cured ham for Charlie's family to take back to Alexandria where they lived, as a thank you for the family. Charlie thought nothing of saving Abraham and counted his blessings at being there to meet such champion crab catchers.